Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Your season-long fantasy football lineup is locked in and ready for action. But you don't have to wait till week 16 to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test starting Sunday at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site where you could kick the season off by winning $2 million. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. Then, turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. Just pick up your players, pile up the points, and pick up the cash. That's it. You've never experienced football like this. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code SPREAKER to play for free for a shot at $2 million in the Week 1 Millionaire Maker. Enter SPREAKER for free entry now at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Hey, this is Kevin Kelly, the voice of Ring of Honor Wrestling, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. You got it? Three Count Thursday. Make it happen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday and GSCSports.com, where we never stop. I'm your host, Jim, and we'll have our co-host, Ryan, joining us here in just a second. And we remind you about NGSCSports.com. Again, we never stop. Check the site for all the shows, all the written content, and much, much more. Make sure to visit, check out all the show pages at the top of the page so you can get familiar with all the hosts across our entire network. You know, make sure you uh, you also check us out on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn Radio app by searching NGSC. We're Three Count Thursday is also a proud affiliate of WrestlingInformant247.com. Again, WrestlingInformant247.com, a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week rotating stream of the best wrestling radio shows on the web today. Also, we're proud to announce the uh, our newest partnership with Sports for Fans Radio that is sports, the number four, and fans, F-A-N-Z. Make sure you check them out. You can podcast our show directly by searching Three Count Thursday in your podcast store. It is always the number three, never the words, so Three Count Thursday. You can visit us on, uh, on Facebook, like our page at facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday, and Twitter and Instagram at Three Count Thursday. Uh, check that out. Let's bring in our co-host, Ryan. Ryan, w- welcome in, buddy. How are you? Oh, Jim, very good. Thank you. Yeah, and, and thank you for running down Facebook and Twitter, remaining both of them tonight. Um, have a huge, huge show. A lot of stuff to cover, so I'm going to let you just keep going, just get right back into it. Let, let's get right into it, man. The, the man of the hour, our guest of the night, Gene Snitsky. Gene, welcome in. How are you? 
Gene? Do we have Gene on the line? Gene Snitsky. Hold on. Hello? I think we still might have a couple more minutes till we get him going live. Let's just run down what we got then tonight. We've got, we've got an interview with Snitsky. The guy's awesome. Yes. Cannot wait to, to get into some of these questions with him. Um, after that, we're going to be running down what's happening this weekend at Lancaster Championship Wrestling. We're covering both Friday and Saturday nights. Um, and definitely we'll be talking to, uh, to Snitsky about his involvement on Saturday night. That should be a huge, huge match. We're going to cover Raw. Uh, a few things to cover from Raw including the idiot fan that decided to jump the rail and uh, make a scene during uh, Seth Rollins' entrance. We're going to be covering some NXT, some of our thoughts and opinions on that. And anything else, really, that, that tickles our fancy in the world of professional wrestling in the last, uh, last week or so? Yeah, we got a, we got a, big, uh, you know, a big LCW card the next two nights. Uh, tomorrow night, I think, starting at 7 o'clock. Well, tomorrow night's a smaller... It is a smaller card, but card. There's, there's some there's some good stuff on a little, there. A little bit shorter. Um. Uh, yeah, tomorrow night and then Saturday night, Lancaster host, uh, Lancaster host resort. We're going to pre pre uh, run down the entire card. Uh, but I think I think we got it figured out here. Let's uh, let's try one more time. Gene Snitsky, welcome into the show. How are you? Gene. And going once for Gene Snitsky. Don't you love technology? Don't you love doing live live shows, Ryan? <laughs> um, hey, it's, it's, what, it's what happens. It's live. It is absolutely live. I mean, um, I, I really want to say something here. I, I want to say it's not his fault. I just, I just have to say it. It is. It I is not a, his fault. I wouldn't be it a wrestling fan if I didn't say that, right? Correct. Uh, yeah. It, it would. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've 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 been texting him here, and uh, I, mean, I think I've, I think he jumped off the call. He's, I think he's going to try and get back on here, um, and hopefully the second time or third time actually will be a charm. Uh, but yeah, definitely a, a great great card. Let, let's 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 start looking at tomorrow's card. No um, problem. Before he jumps, when he jumps back on here, uh, we will we will try to get him in, um, and hopefully uh, everything will work okay. Tomorrow night, both nights, general admission is ten dollars. I don't I don't care right how there. I don't care if there's only two matches on the card, um, and and there's more. Don't worry, it's worth it. Um, but uh, I know what you know the, uh, the the special guests tomorrow night. I guess uh, they have a show on True TV. And uh, they they are they are coming into Lancaster. I know they're in. They're actually somewhere tonight in Central PA as well. But Micro Championship Wrestling, Ryan, I have no idea what to expect out of it. But uh, I think it's going to be entertaining. I'll tell you this much: I am as excited as anything to check out MCW, the Micro Championship Wrestling Federation, being part of Lancaster Championship Wrestling. Very very excited. And coming up, they're actually filming or, or, or releasing, I think, their very first pay-per-view. Um, I, I believe it's September the 16th, Micro Championship Wrestling 
one night only, um, a live internet pay-per-view. I think we're going to try one more time here uh, to bring in our guest for the night, Gene Snitsky. Gene, how are you doing? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. It's not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't think that could have happened Honestly, any more perfectly imperfect uh, to to put that uh, to put that quote in there, Gene. How are you doing tonight? I am great, and timing is everything. <laughs> See that? Absolutely. So let's get right into it. Um, you know, before we start asking you about about your career in wrestling, give us a little bit of background on yourself. Like, were you a fan of the business growing up? And if so, who who were some of the wrestlers that influenced you as a kid? Well, I think. I can speak for everyone that's in wrestling and say, yes, we're all fans of wrestling. Otherwise, I don't think we'd be doing it. But uh, I, I, could be, I can remember being a 10-year-old little Snitsky and watching wrestling on Saturday morning and seeing Hulk Hogan, and it kind of just kind of sucked me in, you know, the larger-than-life character, you know, the persona, the over-the-top theatrics. I mean, as a kid, you're like, wow, this is awesome. So it just kind of sucks you in, you know. Awesome. Now let's uh, let's uh, start kind of going down through the career here. Um, we know you played college at the University of Missouri. Um, could you tell us what that experience was like? And as an Eagles fan, I'm interested. What was it like working under Andy Reid? Uh, you know, playing at Mizzou was great. I had you know, I had more fun than should be legally possible. <laughs> but uh, you know, it was it was cool coming from a small town. You know, Nuscohoning, PA. And uh, we had one stoplight. So going from there to, you know, the bright lights of the Big 8 at the time was kind of cool, you know, playing at Nebraska, at Oklahoma, at Colorado, like places I've only ever seen in textbooks before. So it was, it was kind of a cool experience. I mean, I got recruited by all the major schools. I was first team all state in Pennsylvania and, you know, the whole nine yards. And, you know, it was, I never went on a plane until my recruiting trip. So it was, you know, going through all that kind of stuff was really cool because it was a first-time experience for me and my family. So sure. it was a really, really nice experience. And, you know, luckily I was good enough athlete to be able to, to do all that kind of stuff. And, you know, my parents couldn't afford to send me to college. My dad worked in a pressure casting plant. My mom worked in a sewing factory. So if I wouldn't have been a good athlete, I wouldn't have got scholarship or education in college or any of that stuff. So luckily I was fortunate enough to do that. And, uh, you know, it opened up a lot of doors for me. So, and I love Mizzou. I'm, I'm always going to be a Tiger, and I still follow them, you know, religiously. And a lot of my friends are still on the staff there. And, you know, so it was awesome. And you know, Coach Reed, I used to drive that poor man crazy. He played, you know, he played at BYU with you know Jim McMahon, and Jim McMahon was the quarterback at Eagles there for a while. So I would constantly barrage this man with, "Hey, Coach Reed, can you get Jim McMahon on the phone?" I want to talk to him. I want his autograph. Coach Reed, Coach Reed. He'd be like, he'd see me coming and slam his office door. Go away, Snitsky, go away. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was good times, man. Coach Reed's a super cool dude. And I'm kind of bummed out that he left Philly to go to Kansas City. But, you know, I got to see him every year when he was in Philly, so that's cool. And, you know, we'll keep in touch with all the guys. And, you know, he's just a super cool dude, man. Now, now are you an Eagles fan? I'm a diehard Eagles fan. So it was like okay. winning the lottery. It was like winning the lottery when Coach Reed got the job. 
I was like, sure. sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Now, after after your uh, football career came to a close, you began training. Uh, had a chance to work with Dory Funk Jr. and uh, head shrinker Samu. Uh, how how did you get in contact and begin working with them? And what were some of the best lessons that you took away from your time with them? Well, the whole Dory Funk thing just kind of happened. I was just online for something. I don't even remember exactly what I was looking for, and I came across the camp in Florida. And my tag team partner at the time, Rob Harper, who I played with at Missouri, we played football together there. We always wanted to do the tag team thing, so we were like, hey, let's you know, scrape up our money, go down here, maybe we'll get some notice. Well, what did you know, while we were down there, we met Court Bauer. So Court, who knew the Samoans, had you know, seen us and got to know us a little bit. And in the midst of all that, Samu was doing an international tour over in the Middle East and needed a guy to play the Patriot. So since I was tall and muscular and you know fit the fit the physical characteristics, I got called to you know, for the opportunity to go and do the Patriot on this military base though. So, you know, obviously I jumped at the chance and uh you know, went and did this military base tour and worked with Samu every night and, you know, we were there for about a month. It was a big twenty eight day tour. And we went all throughout, you know, Uzbekistan, Turkey, Afghanistan, Southeast Asia, Japan, Seoul, Korea. I mean, we were everywhere. And oh, it was just a blast, and I had so much fun. And, you know, I hit it off with Samu and hit it off with Lloyd, you know, his brother. Excuse me. And, uh, you know, it just kind of snowballed after that. We got home, and Sam had called me, and he's like, hey, my dad would like, you know, to come down to the camp and, you know, come through the workouts with us and, you know, if you'd like to. And I was like, hell yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> so I showed now, up that, and worked out for Pops. And, that, you know, luckily he liked me and they invited me down to the camp. And, you know, and as the rest they say is, you know, history. So just kind of got lucky enough to meet the right people and take advantage of the opportunity. Sure. Now, when you say the, the camp, that's the Wild Samoan camp up back in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I trained at the Wild Samoan Pro Wrestling Training Center in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I started with Pops, who is, you know, known to you guys as Offa, the Wild Samoan. But I call him Pops, and he up and moved to Florida, and Samu now runs the Allentown camp, and Pops is down in Florida running the, the Florida camp. So, you know, it was just, it was, an, you know, what better family to train with? I mean, they're royalty sure. in the wrestling business, and, you know, Pops went above and beyond, and took me under his wing and, you know, you feel like part of the family. And, you know, to this day I still talk to him regularly and the family and his daughter. And, you know, I still work with WXW. And, you know, it's it's just a cool experience to be able to learn from one of the best in the business. And, you know, like I said, he, he did a lot for me and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for him. So, love like call. you said, what a great family to learn from. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean... Everything we you know took the ring down, put the ring up, you know, respecting the locker room when you walk in, introduce yourself to everybody, the whole nine yards. I mean, they were huge on respect, and you know, unfortunately, when I go do shows now, I don't see it too much. It's, the right. new generation of wrestlers is kind of missing the boat on a lot of things. That's uh, that's a shame, and and if a lot of independent, I think wrestlers would would probably agree with that. Um, so so your time spent with the Wild Samoans. 
Um, is that where you were first introduced to the WWE? Is that like where your uh, the, the first yeah. door opened for you to them? Yeah, uh, Pops got me a dark match up in Wilkes-Barre when uh, WWE came through in uh, would have been October of '03, and uh, you know I don't think it went too great. It was kind of not the best match I've ever had <laughs> to say that, but you know it must have liked something because I got signed the next spring. And ended up uh, going to Louisville in June of '04. So, you know, it's just kind of a whirlwind after that. It just kind of snowballed, and next thing you know, I'm on Raw. You know, wrestling came. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. <laughs> it happened. It happened really fast. It was cool. Yeah. Now you you went through this, uh, the, you know, kind of like a like a boot camp, so to speak, uh, in in OVW. How does the training and, and all of that? for pro wrestling differ from that when in your football days and, and is one more challenging than the other? Uh, any type of physicality on that level is going to be challenging, but uh, the hardest thing with wrestling is just learning to trust your body and falling down. Because a lot of times, like, your natural instinct when you fall down is to break your fall with your hand or, your, you know, whatever. And you got to just kind of fall and let your body fall and you know, that was the that was the weirdest thing for me, just falling on my back over and over and over and over. Because in football, you're trying to plow people over and put them on their back, and you know, run, you're constantly running head on into people. And with wrestling, it's kind of like you know, you got to fall down and make it flat and not screw up your hips or your back or your neck. You know what I mean? So it's uh, that was the trickiest thing for me, just having that, you know faith in yourself to just jump up in the air and flatten yourself out and fall for it. I mean, <laughs> kind of weird. Even to this day, it's still pretty weird. I forget who I was. We, we, I saw an interview somewhere, and somebody said that they, even if they were in a supermarket and they slipped and fell, that they would land properly because of professional wrestling. Like, once, it's, once you do that, that's how you fall. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's funny because, like, I'll slip and fall and, and stuff, and if people see me, I'm like, don't worry, I'm a trained professional. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so, so we got through your training, um, and you made your WWE debut back in uh, 2004, um, where you began a program with Kane and Lita, and then you ultimately caused Lita to miscarry her baby. Um, no, and, and from that... No, I didn't. No, I didn't. you got to get your facts straight. That, that, well, from that, that it, it, your famous... That wasn't line, my wasn't fault. fault. I've been cleared of all charges. You guys need to do your research a little bit. No, no charges filed. So it wasn't your fault. It's um, not my fault. It never will be my fault. And <laughs> for those that think it is, shame on you. I'll have to get with the guy that wrote the questions then. His name is Jim. Yeah. Well, you you, can, you Jim can catch to, up with him Saturday at OCW. You tell Jim to get on Google and start researching because he needs to get his facts straight. I will, I will let him know that. Um, All right. Do you do you remember who actually came up with that? It's not my fault. Was You're that was that something him. that was organic? Yep, just kind of happened. Nice. J- Jr. was interviewing me, I believe. He was just like, you know, I can't believe you did. I, I don't remember the exact verbiage he used, but I was like, well, you know, Jr. It's your own fault. You shouldn't have been in the ring in the first place. It's not my fault. And then it just kind of <laughs> next thing I know, every time I see someone, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> This this seems to be turning into something here. <laughs> right, so. good. I mean, good for the good too. 
Oh, it's great. I mean, literally every single day of my life for the last 14 years have been, well, let's see, maybe that's all 4, 11, 15, 11 years. For the last 11 years of my life, I pretty much get it on a daily basis, at least five to ten times, albeit social media or someone that sees me or just joking around. I mean, man, so crazy. I mean, we've gotten it a lot just announcing that, that you were going to be on our show. A lot of our listeners were tweeting that, that, oh, it's not your fault. It's not Gene's fault that he's going to be on your show. So we've gotten it a lot in the past couple of weeks. You couldn't imagine 11 years yeah, of it's not it's my cool, fault. It's cool, though, but it's nice because, you know, as a performer, you want to do something that resonates with the fans. And, you know, that, that truly tells me that it's resonated with the fans when, when 11 years passes and people are still talking about it and asking about it and, calling me to do podcasts on three count Thursday about it. So Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now over your over your your run in WWE, you know, you had, you know, different feuds, different, you know, different gimmicks. Uh is there any one of those feuds that you had that, that stand out as as your favorite? Well, I mean the obvious answer would be Kane. I mean that that storyline kinda took over the world of wrestling there for a while. I could honestly say I was probably the most hated heel in the business in 2004. So, in parts of 2005, because the storyline went on for quite a while. Yeah, I definitely remember watching a lot of that uh, in in my younger years of watching wrestling. You'll never probably ever see another wrestler roll out to the the ring in a baby carriage. So. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I can't think of it ever happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things you probably never see again. That that we yeah, that's, with that storyline. That's uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, your I can pretty final... much I can I can pretty much 100% guarantee you will never see another person kicking a baby doll into the crowd like I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. I know our our uh, our our guy who kind of works behind the scenes with us, our our stack guy producer. He he kind of holds many different roles. Uh, he he kind of asked, do, do you know what your what your farthest punt ever was in terms of distances? Well, you know it's funny. People always ask me about the you know the punt to the baby doll and all that stuff. And the funny thing is, believe it or not, I was all area punter in high school on the football team as well. So not only okay. was I you know all state defensive end, but I was also all area punter. I averaged like forty one yards a punt in high school. I always had a pretty good leg. We played a lot of dodgeball and kickball when we were kids. So I was always, you know, slamming, kicking, and all that kind of stuff. So luckily it, it transferred over into kicking a plastic fake baby. <laughs> he had experience all along. Um, yeah. <laughs> your final television appearance with the WWE um, was in late November back in 2008. Um, and then your WWE career um, was done shortly after that. Um, was that was that a mutual decision for you guys to part ways? Well, it was kind of one of those things where, you know, they were starting to really... I, I wasn't liking where they were going with the character. And the, it went on for about six to eight months, and I was just miserable. And I would go to the writers and, hey, let's try this or let's do this. Because at the time, they were big on, well, give us ideas, give us ideas, and blah, 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 blah. So, you know... Being the creative force that I am, I figured, well, let's run some ideas. So every week at TV, I would, hey, you know, pull the writer aside, hey, let's try this, or you want, how about this? And, oh, yeah, 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 okay, that's great. 
and they never do it. So it finally got to the point where I was like, you know what, fuck this, I'm going to talk to Vince. So I went and talked to Vince, and I said, look, I've never sat the bench on any sport I ever played my entire life. I don't want to do it now. If I'm not going to be part of the team, I don't want to be here. I'm not going to collect a check just to collect a check. If I'm not out there on Monday Night Raw, I don't want to be here. I didn't come to the arena to sit and watch the show. I came to the arena to be on the show. So because sure. they didn't have nothing for me, and away I went. But, hey, I told them how I felt, and I told them what was on my mind, and not too many guys have the balls to do that. So. Very good. Um, you know, since then, you've, you've stayed active in the wrestling industry on the independent circuit. Uh, you know, we, we've had the pleasure of getting to meet you uh, and watching you work in, in Lancaster, where you'll be this weekend. Um, where all have you, have you worked on the independent scene since your time in WWE? Oh, geez, I'm all over the place. Uh, I don't really keep track of it, fellas. And I just take a booking and do it. I can't honestly tell you all the places I've been. But most recently, you know, like you said, Lancaster, I've been down to Houston, uh, Florida, California. I go out to California for Rikishi's, Knox Pro. But, I mean, I'm all over the place. I'm still all over the place. And doing a lot of doing a lot of charity work now. Like this Saturday, I'll be at an autism fundraiser all day, and go right from the autism fundraiser to the LCW show. And that's like pretty much every weekend that I do that type of stuff. So I mean, I'm still very busy. It's just not you know on Monday Night Raw, but I'm still out there. I'm still doing a ton of things, and you know. It's uh, it's it's very rewarding doing the charity stuff. I love all that kind of stuff. So I'm really trying to get more and more involved into that. And uh, you know, it's it's just awesome because you know there's always somebody out there that's less fortunate than you. And for me to be able to use the the bit of wrestling stardom that I have to help other people is really cool because you know, like I said, there's always someone out there that's less fortunate than you. And, you know, just putting a smile on someone's face when they see it is reward enough to let me know I'm doing okay. Yeah, it's awesome. I know we've seen uh, some of your pictures on, on Facebook uh, with, uh, you know, your part, you're working with the, with Buck Hardware in Quarryville um, yeah, and a great. lot of that other stuff. And, that's, and, a sweet, that's a sweet belt, too, man. They did a, yeah, it, they it did a hell yeah, of talk, a job with that, man. I'll tell you, they yeah, went above and that. beyond. Yeah, what's the, what's the full deal with the belt? Because I know... Something about if they see you out with it and, and uh Yeah, what we're doing is it's uh it's hashtag Buck Autism B U C K A U T I S M and T I S M what is it? Buck Autism and then we do like I'm with I carry the belt around everywhere I go. And you know, you come up, we take a picture, you post it to any social media and tag them and then they'll donate a dollar for every single picture. so, And if it's at an LCW event, if you come up to the event and take a picture with me in the belt, we donate $10. So That's awesome. get your butt to the show on Saturday. We'll take some pictures and we'll make some money for the Autism Foundation. Yeah, we'll so be in the that. house. We'll, we'll make sure that all three of us uh, do that and get them posted out there because that is, that is uh, an awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we, appreciate very... it. we appreciate it because it's, it's really starting to take off, man. I took it. I had it up to the WWE show on Tuesday night. I went up to SmackDown. I know the manager of the arena. We took a bunch of pictures up in, up in the suite. And, you know, it's just, it's cool because now it's really starting to get out there. And people are, like, asking me, hey, do you have the belt? Hey, hey. Like, so it's kind of cool. Like, people are catching on to it. So hopefully we, you know, we can continue 
you know, and raise a ton of money for the for the charity because, you know, like I said, I, I really think those people that could help should help. I mean, it's not like we're asking for a million dollars or anything. Every little dollar or two or five or, you know, whatever will definitely help. I mean, these, these kids could use all the help that they could get and, you know, open up the pocketbooks. I know it's tough out there, but, like, I, you know, every dollar counts, so. And absolutely, and 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 on a personal note, thank you, you know, for donating your time and 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 your celebrity to to raise awareness for that as well. So we we also appreciate, you know, you being involved in that. My pleasure, and thanks thanks to Buck Hardware for approaching me to do it. I mean, they you know, like you guys, you see on my Facebook, they, they saw that I do all the charity stuff, and they were like, hey, we'd love to do this, and I was like, count me in, let's do it. And I, like I had no idea they were gonna make like this nice fancy belt. They just kind of gave me the belt and said, "Hey, we're gonna do this." I was like, "Oh, that's that's freaking awesome!" <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's sweet, man. It's nice to be able to help. Awesome. Um, now, now we know outside of even the charity work, um, and yeah, you've touched upon it before. You've done a lot of different things outside of outside of wrestling. Um, I, we saw you be the pitch man stuff for the uh, Power Pressure Cooker XL. Um, yep. And we we I've known you've done some acting. Um, so how does how does that compare to the world of professional wrestling? I mean, the acting part of it. Uh, I mean, let's face it, eighty to ninety percent of wrestling is acting these days. And you know, I was actually a working actor before I signed with WWE. A lot of people don't know that I did uh, some commercial work in Europe. I was on a Bollywood film. I was in on location in Switzerland for a month with Bollywood, and it was amazing. I had so much fun. I love becoming a character. I love getting dressed up. Like Halloween's my favorite holiday. I get dressed up every Halloween. I was still going trick-or-treating when I was a senior in high school. I didn't give a shit. I threw on my costume. <laughs> I went. I, I love it. It's great. And, uh, you know, people a lot, of, well, pretty much everybody doesn't really know that because, you know, everyone knows me from wrestling. And, you know, it was cool to get that experience of, you know, like I said, you become that character, you get into the, the, the scene, and that's kind of exactly what wrestling is. You become that character, you get in there, you got your six-minute segment or eight-minute segment or whatever you get, and, you know, you're that guy. And it's it's cool because, you know, for me, that's the best part about wrestling is the acting and the theatrics of it. So... That was always what really excited me most about it. I mean, a body slam is a body slam, but how do you make it yours? How do you make that character differentiate itself from everybody else? You know what I mean? So that's what's cool to me, like the character development. And that's one of the reasons why I got so frustrated at WWE, because I have so much more to offer, and they were kind of limiting my potential, and it was you know, really pissing me off. Sure. Now, now, I mean, on the independence, you're able to, to be your character more than, than, than you were in the WWE? Oh yeah, I do whatever I want. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> overall, what are your feelings on on the independent wrestling circuit currently, um, especially with with the popularity of things like NXT and Ring of Honor that's that's growing in popularity? Do you think um, the federations like those two are are helping or hurting the independent scene overall? Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly I don't watch NXT so I can't really give my opinion okay. on it. Uh, 
But what I do see as far as, like, going to the indie shows and all that, I spoke about a little earlier, you know, I see a, a definite lack of respect in the business. I see a lot of guys that don't take the craft very seriously. They're sloppy looking. They don't work out. They don't hit the gym. They don't care what they look like. And to me, as a pro athlete, I mean, I'm not just a wrestler. I'm a professional athlete. I want to I want to go watch someone that looks the part, that puts the time and effort into it, that learns the craft, not just some guy that you can see walking down the aisle at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? So that's the frustrating thing to me. Like, wrestlers don't even look like wrestlers anymore. They look like, half of them look like little girls. It's like, you know, go to hit the gym, get some weights, do something, do some push-ups, sit-ups. God, it's, it's frustrating, you know? I don't, I'm a fan of, fan of wrestling first, and, like I said, that's what I always liked. I liked the larger-than-life characters, the charisma, the guys looked great. Everyone had their character down. Like, now you go to shows, and it's like, did this guy just start wrestling? Did he just come in off the street? I mean, seriously, it's frustrating. Right. <laughs> I mean, even even if yeah, you can't, you right, said- even if you're not the best wrestler in the world, at least look and act the part. I mean, you know. There's right. a, a million guys out there, and a lot of them are at WWE. They're not the best wrestlers in the world. They're not the best talkers in the world. But, hey, at least they go to the gym, work out, and look the part. And when they walk down the street, you think, man, that guy's pretty, you know, athletic looking, or he must be an athlete or something. Sure. 60% of the guys in wrestling, now you walk in the locker room, and you'd think you were shopping at Walmart. Not that right. Walmart, but, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys are at the shows. You know what I'm talking about. No, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, we, we know exactly what you're talking about. One question we always like to ask uh, our guests is if you could fantasy book yourself into a match against anyone, um, whether it's current or, or in history, who, who would you fantasy book yourself into a match with? Oh, geez, probably, uh, probably go back into the early 80s or mid 80s and book myself with Hogan. <laughs> I always, I just always like the over the top, you know, eat your eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and all the crazy promos and his intensity. Like, that's what I really like most about Hogan is just his intensity. Like when he was out there doing his thing, you knew he was into his character. There was no doubting that he was Hulk Hogan, not yeah, Terry I, Blair. You know what I mean? And that's absolutely. what I love about it. Like when I was wrestling, you'd swear I was some psychopathic maniac. And people thought I was nuts. And I'm like yeah. a big teddy bear in real life. But I always took my character so serious that, like, you know, I'd be screaming, yelling, veins be popping out of my head. Like, <laughs> to me, it was, you know, that was just me. I, that was Snitsky. And now, you know, here sitting talking to you, I'm just Gene, you know. So it's kind of cool that you could turn a switch like that. That's what I always loved about it. So you would, so you would book yourself as, as Hogan's antagonist. So you'd be the, the heel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Against Hogan, okay. Yeah, and I'd kick his ass, too. <laughs> You're darn now, right you would. Now, this, this is probably going to be the, the problem you'll ever get asked on an, on an interview. Um, last week, we had independent wrestler uh, Mary Elizabeth Monroe on the show. Um, and because of her love of Disney characters, we had asked her to book a four-way elimination match featuring Disney characters. Um, she challenged us to ask you the same question tonight. We thought we'd at least modif- modify it a little bit for you. And, and seeing that you're a huge Batman fan, 
What four Batman say, characters? I was going to say, I don't think I could name four Disney characters. <laughs> <laughs> what what four Batman characters uh, would you put into an elimination match? And who do you think would come out on top? Oh, that's a tough one. Let me think for a second here. This is live, right? This is live. Oh, sucks. Well, <laughs> oh, they're all such good villains, too. I'm kind of, I'm more of a Joker guy. I like the Joker. I like I like the Riddler. Joker and Riddler are probably my two favorites. Uh, let's see here. The Catwoman for obvious reasons. And, <laughs> right, right. Hmm. Do they all have to be bad guys or can I pick a good guy too? Oh, no, any sure any Batman character. Any four characters. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Alright, let me let's go back to the start then. Let's do Batgirl. Let's do Got Catwoman. It. Haha. Let's see. Uh, yeah, let's do Batgirl, Catwoman, Joker, and Riddler against okay. me. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. Awesome. And who would and who would win? Oh, me of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Had to had to ask the question because there would undoubtedly be somebody that would say you didn't ask him who would win. I think it was understood that he would he would win. What? Yeah, I mean that's sure, right. I'm not gonna oh, pick okay. myself to lose, but I, w- <laughs> I would. I, but I would not mind getting doubly pinned by the Catwoman and Batgirl. Just in the Batgirl combo. Who and would you go? I mean, maybe uh, you could take the old Kevin Nash uh, finger poke laydown and let them both pin you. Then <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't fight my way out. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> now this weekend, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge, huge Batman fan. And speaking of Batman, I'm gonna yeah. have to plug my new shirt. I have a shirt that is very Batman-esque, and I call it the Beard Man shirt because I'm the Beard Man. So hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram and order my shirt. It's limited edition, one of a kind, and I guarantee you'll love it. And if you don't, it's not my fault. (laughs) Now, Now, we'd be able to pick that up this Saturday as well at LCW? Yes, they will absolutely be available at LCW. And please come up and get your picture, not only with the belt for autism, but put the shirt on. We'll take the picture with the belt and the shirt, and everyone will go home happy. Awesome. Now, at LCW this weekend, you're going to be involved in a, uh, in a, in a four-way match uh, with Von Schmidt, the franchise Shane Douglas, and hybrid Sean Carr for the vacant LCW championship. Do you have any words for those three individuals going into that match this weekend? Uh, I let my actions speak louder than words. I mean, my reputation speaks for itself. I'm not going to do a song and dance. I'm just going to go out there and kick somebody's Shane Douglas, Sean Carr, and Von Schmidt that are unfortunately going to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. There you go. Short and sweet. Um... We've also seen that that you're going to be working on a podcast uh, project for your own, um, and it's going to be called the It's Not My Fault podcast. Could you tell us a little bit about that? That has a nice ring to it, doesn't it, fellas? It sure does. Sure does. How'd you come up with that name? uh, You know, I was sleeping one night, and I had this dream that I came with a chair, and I woke up, and it said it's not my fault. It's crazy. Like It's almost like nothing ever happened. But anyway... (laughs) 
it's, uh, you know, obvious reasons why it's called It's Not My Fault, but the beauty of it all is it's not only going to be just a podcast, it's going to be a vodcast. And we're going to turn the world upside down one beard at a time, and it's going to get crazy, it's going to be funny, it's going to be off-the-wall skits. We're doing it all, baby. It's not just going to be people sitting and talking, because that's not what I'm about. I want to, I want some action. We're going to be... I got a character called the Bearded Lady. I, we're going to do a fashion segment. We're going to do a health and fitness segment. We're going to do knockoffs of QVC. I'm going to spoof everything that I can spoof. And I got characters up the wazoo. Just wait till you see this shit. It's going to be amazing. That's great. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we, uh, before we let you go? Yeah, man. Hell, you got to... Check out my horror movie trailer. We're going to drop that soon, too. But I think someone leaked it on the Internet. So if you look hard enough, you could probably find it already. But uh, I'm working with uh, Jay Lee from Zombie Stripper Fan. He uh, directed, he, uh, he's uh, edited, directed, shot it. We flew him out from L.A. to good old Northeast PA and uh, shot the trailer for the film. It's called 100 Acres of Hell. And it stars myself and the great Samu. It's uh, based on my synopsis, kind of true to life. Um, depressed, down on my luck. My buddies try to take me out, cheer me up. My buddies start getting killed off one by one. And I have to find a fighter back in myself to live or to die. So, And obviously there's a lot of twists and turns, a lot of good action, a lot of good fight scenes. Uh, obviously, I worked a lot with Samu in wrestling, so we're going to have a wrestling like a wrestling side to it as well with the fight scene. So it'll be really cool. It's something that no one's ever seen before. We're trying to go back to main, you know, uh, good old old school mainstream horror where you know you build up the tension, the character development, you know, the big finale at the end, the climactic fight scene, blah blah blah. Because to me, that's what horror movies should be about. You shouldn't have a guy getting their head split in 17 pieces in the first five seconds of the movie, because where do you go from there? Right. So yeah. I'm more of a Halloween guy. I like the build-up of Michael Myers, and you know you don't see much blood and gore, but when you hear that music hit, man, you know shit's about to go down. So that's yeah, definitely, I definitely, definitely like older, uh, older horror movies as yeah. well. Did uh, you see that was too, dropping, man. dropping this year? We're we're in the midst of doing a big media blitz. I, I don't have the actual date, but like I said, if you follow me on social media at Big Gene Snitsky on Twitter, I got the little blue check mark, which means it's the real me and not some imposter sitting in their basement in their underwear scrounging <laughs> off their mom and dad. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at the real Snitsky. Hit me up on my Facebook page, Snitsky's official fan page. You can also follow the movie on Twitter as well, at 100 Acres of Hell. We have uh, a Twitter page, or I'm sorry, a Facebook page for that as well, 100 Acres of Hell. Please you know, reach out to us there. Check out the trailer if you can find it. Hint, hint, it's on YouTube somewhere. 100 Acres of Hell starring Gene Snitsky with a T. My real name doesn't have a T, so just to give you the, the heads up on that. Uh, also got a lot of really cool projects going on. Besides, you know, that I'm coming out with my own beard care line. We're gonna have the oils, the bombs, brushes, combs, all kind of stuff to keep your beard sexy like mine. Because my beard's pretty freaking sexy, if I say so myself. Got a fantastic beard. beard. 
Thank you. You just interrupted my hashtag, too. Don't talk when I'm talking. I'm sorry. Hashtag, right, one more time. Hashtag chicks dig the beard. It's, you know, my little catchy hashtag right there. Because chicks do dig the beard. I have women coming up to me and touching my beard like you wouldn't believe. It's crazy. So my, my advice to you guys would be grow a beard. Just throwing it out there. All right. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to be doing that. I've, I've collaborated with a company out of Detroit called the Detroit Beard Collective. You can also follow them on Twitter. Tell me, you know, you heard me on the podcast. It's at Detroit Beard Collective. And I have, you know, like you guys touched upon earlier, the podcast coming out, podcast slash vodcast. We're going to be doing the roundtable, all kind of crazy shit. So please check that out. It's going to be like nothing you've ever seen before. I guarantee it. And let's see what else. I've got so much shit going on. It's hard to remember everything. Uh, if I forget anything, I'll be sure to, to tweet it to you. But I think that covers everything for right now. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, give us one more time about your shirt. We know we saw the picture with Adam Rose. Uh, oh, man, he's, so, he's, he's one of my boys, man. I was up, like I said, up at SmackDown on Tuesday hanging out with my old friends. Uh, saw Adam. We got to talking. He's like, hey, man, I saw that shirt on Facebook. How can I get one? I was like, well, shit, I, I got one in my car. So give him the shirt. Next thing I know, he's all over Twitter wearing it and Facebook. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. So, you know, he's a good guy, man. And uh, I, I got to check him out on that ESPN documentary, which is really cool. So any of you guys out there listening, check out my boy Adam Rose on that ESPN documentary. I think it's out there somewhere, probably on YouTube as well. He's a really great guy, works his ass off, deserves a lot more than what he's getting. But, hey, he has a I'm Beard Man shirt from Snitsky himself. So what, what else can he ask for? All right, Gene. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us on the show tonight. I will definitely make sure we uh, we we catch you and get the uh, get the pictures and uh, and and help out the uh, the Buck Hardware uh, charity that you're working with uh, on this weekend at LCW. So thanks again. Thanks for sticking with us through the uh, through the little phone glitch there at the start. And uh, and take care. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. I'll see you guys Saturday. And uh, you know, thanks for having me on. And maybe if you guys are lucky enough, I'll have you on my podcast. Hey, All right, go. very cool. We'll hey, be in touch. Thanks again. All right, guys. Have a good night. Hey, have a great night. It's a great interview there, Ryan. Let's let's. Still, I know it's a little bit before the end of the first hour, but let's take our break now. And on the other side, we'll talk about LCW Raw and uh, and some other stuff. All right. Absolutely, yeah. And and, and folks, if, if you're still here, if you're listening, hop on on the Twitter. Follow Snitsky. On there, he has plenty of beard pictures. Um, right at the end of the inter- interview, I was looking him up. His beard is absolutely fantastic. It is so. Uh, so you know, you can do that. We'll take our break, and in just a, just a minute or so, we'll be back with the second half of Three Count Thursday here in GSCSports.com. Your season-long fantasy football lineup is locked in and ready for action, but you don't have to wait till Week 16 to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test starting Sunday at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site where you could kick the season off by winning $2 million. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. Then, turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. 
Just pick up your players, pile up the points, and pick up the cash. That's it. You've never experienced football like this. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code SPREAKER to play for free for a shot at $2 million in the Week 1 Millionaire Maker. Enter SPREAKER for free entry now at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Are you looking for a better and healthier pick-me-up during your day or before your workout? Give Neon Energy Drink a try. Neon provides a boost but without that unwanted crash and is formulated with natural sugars from 24% fruit juice concentrate, over 100% of six essential recommended B vitamins, and caffeine that is produced by natural green tea extract. So get a better boost from Neon Energy Drink today. Go to saradonafrio.bodybybye.com and enter promo code 3941356 to place your order. This is Gigi from Tough Enough. Welcome back to Three Count Thursday. Welcome back to Three Count Thursday, NGFCSports.com. Again, thank you, Eugene Snitsky, for joining us uh, for that interview in the first segment. Uh, definitely appreciated that. Definitely had a lot of fun uh, with him. Make sure you check him out and, and the rest of the LCW uh, roster this weekend. We're going to preview the show here, but that is at the Lancaster Host Resort in Lancaster, PA, uh, along Route 30. Uh, that is this weekend. You can go to lcw-pro.com for uh, for ticket information general admission tickets still available for both uh tomorrow night friday september the 11th and saturday night september the 12th lcw in lancaster um ryan looking forward to this show man um let, let's look at tomorrow night um there's only a couple things we know about tomorrow night like we said uh, at the top of the show um micro championship wrestling from uh, from true tv is uh, is going to be there. Not sure what to expect, uh, to be honest. I know, um, you know, on the on the LCW Facebook page, it is facebook.com slash Lancaster Championship Wrestling, and uh, and on Twitter at LCW Pro, they said you know that it's gonna it's gonna be the Micro Championship Wrestling crew, and and they're going to um, be some involvement in some LCW. Um, there's going to be some LCW talent uh, get involved as well. So uh, not sure what to expect, but I, I think it'll be entertaining. I don't think you have, I mean, I think I know exactly what to expect. It's micro championship wrestling. It's, it's, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a good, good time. Um, if you hop on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lancaster Championship Wrestling, they just uploaded some pictures, I believe, from their show tonight, from the micro championship show tonight. Um, I think they've put up like nine pictures of, uh, of it literally just says some of what you can expect on Friday night show. So uh, a few of the micro championship wrestling stars um, that, ma- that made the trek up here. I'm, I'm not even sure where they are tonight, but uh, you can check out some pictures, facebook.com slash Lancaster championship wrestling. Um, and beyond that, it's just, 
we, we started talking about the match to, to kind of start start the show before we could get Snitsky on the line. The product David Starr versus the hybrid Sean Carr. Dude. That's worth the price of admission alone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, both former LCW or uh, Three Count Thursday guests, we should add. Yes, yeah, I mean, I had a great time with both of them on there. They're both phenomenal athletes. They should put on a show tomorrow night. Uh, general admission seats, $10. Friday night, it's tomorrow night, the 11th. Yes. Lancaster yeah, I, Host Resort. Yeah, I don't know I don't know if there's been any other matches that, that have been announced for this, and I'm sure there's going to be more than just two. <laughs> Um, I think last month on on the Friday, I think there was, I think it was four, four or five, um, but I mean it, it, it's worth it. I mean if you're if you're around and and in the area area and want to, uh, you know, see a good night of wrestling and get out to it. Like I said, ten bucks. The I mean that match, David Starr versus Sean Carr. If that was the only match, I would probably pay ten dollars for. It. Yep. Um. But uh, yeah, th- th- that's going to be a good one. Now let's look at the main the main show uh, that is on Saturday night. Again, this is also at seven o'clock. Make sure you get there early though. If you if you're coming to the show on Saturday, and you should be, there's no excuse not to. Um, we, you, me, and then our our third guy Matt uh, are the live LCW pre-show starting at six thirty p.m. where we uh, kind of recap what happened on Friday night preview and give our predictions of what is going to to take place uh that night during uh during the lcw show and um you know it's kind of you know if you, if you watch the wwe network um before raw or before pay-per-views and you see their pre-show panel that's kind of what we do although we don't have anybody as pretty as renee young we can't offer a renee young on our show. Nope. Sorry. And we, can we not, put a blonde don't look wig at me. I'm not dressing up like Renee Young. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I, I saw you eyeballing. <laughs> <laughs> we could throw you. We could throw a wig on you, Ryan. Yeah. I mean, both of I us. I feel are, like an idiot. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, right before we were coming over here, I, I, I showered uh, and, and I totally shaved. I, I haven't been clean shaven in probably a year. Okay. The night we have Gene Snitsky on right. our podcast, I shave my goatee off, which was a significant, I don't want to say significant growth, but it's been a couple months, probably three months worth of growth. It was nowhere near, nowhere near, nowhere near Snitsky's level. Beard. Absolutely not. But I'm totally clean shaven. Shaven? For the first time in, in three months. And Is shaven like, the right Hey, guys, well, you're, you're, you're nitpicking now. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's um, not. So, hey, hey, grow a beard because chicks dig the beard, and and idiot Ryan. Good choice, Ryan. Goes and shaves. Yeah, knucklehead. <laughs> um, uh, Matt says Shavin is not a word. Oh, he's the stat guy. He would know. He is the stat guy. He's also a teacher, Ryan. So he really would know. Uh, but let's look at some of the. Let's look at the matches. We're not gonna. Like, we're not gonna run down. Uh, we're not gonna give our predictions. If you want our predictions, pay the $10, get in the door at the Lancaster Host, and, uh, and you can hear them then at 6.30 p.m. on Saturday night. Uh, but this, the special guest this month 
at uh, at LCW is the one and only Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. If that's not worth the price of admission, I don't know what is. The guy single-handedly had the best wrestling match. I not single-handedly had, in my opinion, the best wrestling match at a WrestleMania ever with the Macho Man Randy Savage, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in attendance. Yes, yes, that that's going to be great. You, you know, you'll get a chance to uh, you know meet him, get a picture with him, get an autograph. I will say it's going to be better than great. Yes, it will be fantastic. Phenomenal. Fantabulous? Sure. Because Chavin's not a word. <laughs> I had to throw a fake word in there, Ryan, just so you know you could you could get me back. Um, but very exciting there. Let's take a look at some of the matches, Ryan. Uh, some of these just announced this evening. Uh, Gray Wolf, one half of the Bloodbound Warriors. Unfortunately, uh, his tag team partner, former Three Count Thursday guest uh, of the Red Scorpion, Mark Hazel, um, suffered a... a Serious knee injury uh, last month and uh, has been dealing with with complications from it. And, um, you know, we, we know he's on the road to recovery. We absolutely wish him a speedy recovery and, and wish him nothing but the best. We know he'll be back um, and, and, and we'll be right back on track to, uh, to get his uh, shot at getting back his LCW championship. But, uh, the Red Scorpion, Mark Hazel, on the shelf for a little while. His tag team partner, Gray Wolf, uh, back in singles action at LCW for the first time in a while. He's going to be taking on Broderick Shaw, uh, somebody that we haven't seen before. We've actually never seen Gray Wolf in singles action. So this will be, um, you know, from, from the pictures of both guys, there's going to be a powerful, strong match and um, one, one that I'm definitely interested in seeing. Yeah, I'm not sure how much... Uh high-flying we're, we're going to see in, in that match. Just huge, just huge guys just colliding with each other. Uh, should be a fun match. Yeah, well, uh, tag team um, matchup, uh, MOB taking on that 80s team, uh, two teams that we saw last month at the, um, the tag team tournament. You know, a little bit different styles between the two teams. That 80s team has a little more um, up-tempo style. Uh, MOB, you know, a little more power style. Going to be interesting to see where they, um, you know, who can get the upper hand in this one, Ryan. Uh, you know, if I had to lean one way, again, not a, not in a prediction, uh, but if I had to lean one way, I'd, I'd have to kind of lean towards that 80s team. That kind of sounds like a prediction. I, I'm leaning. That's not a prediction. Not a prediction. Jim, uh, a guy of your size, if you lean too far, your your ass is predicted. Well, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm not leaning you know. too far, Ryan. I think I'm, they're both phenomenal tag teams. They're both, uh, and I think the mob's maybe a little bit bigger. Um, but boy, this match again is just going to be a, a bruising style match. Sure. Will this have tag team gold implications? It certainly could. I mean, when, when you're when you're talking and, and looking over the card, you know that's that's the one um, that's the one tag team match on the card. So you know you, you got to think that that whoever comes out uh, of this one, um, you know, w- would have some stake of the claim 
on on getting a LCW tag team championship shot. You would think. You definitely would think. Exciting match. Certainly. And Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yes. Yes. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is going to be there in Lancaster this weekend. Uh, Ryan, the Neon Ninja facade returns to LCW, taking on BJ Walker, who we saw last month. Um, every time we have seen facade in the ring, not just at LCW, um, I mean, the, the, the guy the guy's phenomenal full of energy the crowd loves him and and he absolutely puts on one of the if not the best performances of the night um good to see him back in lcw yeah i think the, the last time that that i personally saw him was was up at the uh up at the legacy show and i was not there i wasn't even going to say it i don't believe you guilty you must feel guilty yeah, I was I wasn't gonna say anything. Um excited to see Facade returning back to LCW. Uh shout out to Facade here real quick. Uh ranked two hundred and thirty fourth in the PWI's top five hundred uh for twenty fifteen. So awesome to see uh Facade landing on there. Two thirty four for Facade. That's awesome. Yeah, there's been a lot there's a lot of LCW or, or you know, not just LCW local guys. Um that uh, that made that list. So a, a very, you know, I know we touched on it last week, but but again, just you know, congratulations to all of those the the, the local uh, you know legacy wrestling LCW stars um, that, that that we know and we have met over the last couple of months. Uh, congratulations to them for making that list. It Absolutely, is- David Starr, uh, two forty five on the list. Uh, Sean, Sean Carr, Carr three fifty one. Okay in the top 500, so tons of talent in this area. It's the hotbed of talent in the local independent scene here in, in the Lancaster County, central Pennsylvania area. So congratulations to those guys. Now, Louis G. Rich, uh, the, the wrestler of the millennium, uh, taking on Eddie Valentine. We know, I, I know these guys have, have faced off in, in other uh, companies around the, uh, the, around the Susquehanna Valley here. Uh, bringing this this battle to LCW, um, you know we we've seen again th- these are guys that, that we have seen before. Uh, Louis G. Rich um, really does amaze me every time he's in the ring too. The, the guy, um, I know the, the the ladder match between he and Sean Carr a couple months ago stands out. I mean those guys, well, as you know, as good of a ladder match, singles ladder match that I've seen. Um, in, in a long time, those guys put everything they had into it, and uh, they didn't—they didn't have a million ladders at their disposal, um, and, and both of the ladders that they had were busted um, in that match. But uh, you know, th- th- this is a match that can, can again contrasting styles. Louis G. Rich and, and Eddie Valentine. Um, looking forward to it. Both really, really fun to watch in the ring. They really are. Like you said last time we saw. Uh, Lewis G. Rich was uh, the ladder match, um, and today I, I saw on uh, the Facebook he posted the picture of, of him and Lewis G. Rich from LCW's website, um, and he said, "You know, I'm a man of many blessings. Getting to smack around Eddie Valentine this Saturday is pretty high up on that list." So sounds like Lewis G. Rich is ready. Eddie Valentine responded, "You know he is ready. It's going to be a fun match. 
Always good to see uh, Lewis Gierich back in LCW. Same thing with Eddie Valentine back in LCW. I, 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 I want to give predictions, but I'm holding off until this Saturday. Lancaster Host Resort. Get there early. Catch us. We go on at 6.30. Show starts at 7. Yeah, and and it is going to be a good night, uh, you know, and... and and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Another match that has worked its way through the uh, through Central PA. Uh, the Twisted Tate taking on the Rock and Rebel. I know we've seen we've seen uh, the the beginnings of this feud or, or the continuance of this feud a couple of months ago. Um, and, and you know these two, guys are just beating each other up all over Central PA, all over the place. I wouldn't be surprised if they were at Walmart. And uh, <laughs> whooping the hell out of each whooping other, the hell right of each other, and down the aisles of Walmart. Yeah, I don't think there's much love lost between these two guys. Yeah. Um. So you know th- this one, you know, it may not be the prettiest match. It really may not be the prettiest match. This at one might all. be a fight. But th- th- yeah, this one might absolutely be a fight. And um, you know, it's it's it's. This is definitely a, a, a family-friendly show, but, but this match, you know, you may want to take the kids back to the snack bar for this one. This one, <laughs> this, one, this one could get nasty. This one definitely could. Uh, we've seen them wrestle in ACW and Atomic before, so yes. who knows what they're going to bring to LCW this, uh, this Saturday night. Again, no predictions. It's so hard for me to not judge out the I know. No it's, it's, it's almost uh, like ingrained because we I'm, do it for... I'm biting my tongue. For all the pay-per-views, all the special events, WWE and all. And, and it just it just seems so natural to let that prediction flow out. But we're not going to do it. You know, we're going to hold... Not going to do uh, to Saint, uh Fox's Vixen Championship. Uh, LaFusto, La, is it LaFisto? How do you pronounce her name? Oh, I... I, I but... Uh, Jordan Grace, the Fox's Vixen champion, taking on LaFusto. Um, I've never seen her live in action. Um, you know, Jordan Grace, we have seen over the last couple months, she, you know, she finally got her uh, victory over Mandy Leone to win the Fox's Vixen champion. Um, you know, the, 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 this one, because I don't know, um, because we have, we have never seen her opponent before, I don't I don't know what to expect out of this match, so uh, you know I'm just I'm just going to be waiting and 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 looking forward to it. There there's a lot to expect from this this match. Um, pretty sure it's it's Lufisto, like fist like F I S T I believe. Okay. Um, again, never have actually seen her wrestle in person. That being said, I've done a lot of YouTubing. Okay. Of, of of some of her matches. Um man, she is just ruthless. She's she's wrestled down in combat zone wrestling. Um has has no problem hopping into uh death matches, if you will. Very uh some very hardcore wrestling that that I was able to see. Uh, beyond that, really, really good technical wrestler. Uh, she is our, and more importantly, she is our woman of the week. Yes. When you go to Instagram, at 3 Count Thursday, follow us, see our woman of the week, meet her out here at LCW Saturday night, September the 12th. And also meet Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Well, you stole my line there, but yes. I did. As well. 
And I do believe she's also the Atomic Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion right now. Lufisto. Okay. Yes. Wow. All right. Um, and really, Ryan, you know, we, we talked about it with, with Snitsky when, when, we had him on the, uh, when we had him on the interview. A four-man, I believe it's even an elimination match, four-man elimination match for the vacant um, LCW Heavyweight Championship. Hybrid Sean Carr. So you can also see tomorrow night, Snitsky, Joseph Von Schmidt, and the franchise Shane Douglas. A four-way, uh, four-man elimination match for that vacant championship. Um, I'm glad I don't have to make a prediction tonight because I truly don't know who, I, who, who I'm going to pick. I don't know yet um, because... You know, Sean Carr is definitely um, kind of the wild card in that match. You have three, you know, very big, very strong, very athletic guys, um, and, and Sean Carr is a very different, different style to those three. Um, so I'm really, I'm really excited for this match. Um, anytime you get to, you know, you put a championship in, uh, you know, in the mix, I think it brings even more out of the competitors. And and for this match, man, I'm, I'm I this this match alone, you know, much like the product David Starr versus Sean Carr, worth the price of admission tomorrow night, uh, Saturday night. That four man elimination match for the championship is absolutely it's worth more than the price of admission. This thing this thing is going to be a spectacular main event and to crown a new champion. Yeah, absolutely will be uh, worth the price of admission. Probably more than the, time, the the price of admission. Sean Carr, like you said, former guest of the show, the guy has yet to, to in my opinion, put on a really bad match that I've ever seen. Nope. Um, wrestling all over the East Coast. Snitsky, I'm not going to talk bad about him. No. Uh-uh. Nope. Heck no. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to, nothing bad to say about him. Absolutely not. But but not not gonna you know I'm scared enough that I screwed up that one question at the start of the interview. Yeah. Well, I, I cut off his his hashtag. And you cut off the hashtag, so. Um, um, oh. we're, so I, yeah. We're gonna just, just play Matt. Yeah, we'll play. Blame we'll it play on Matt. Matt. <laughs> and we'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, Joseph von Schmidt again. This guy's wrestled just all over the place. Yeah. Fantastic wrestler. He was also uh, in the in the top. 500, I believe. Yes, he was, yes. For the fifth consecutive year. Awesome. And then the franchise, Shane Douglas. And we, 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 we spoke his praises, hell, how many times on this show. Still saying the moment he threw down the NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling belt was probably one of the biggest moments in professional wrestling history. Oh, Sure. Absolutely. I mean, we could put it up against a lot of special moments, and that one has to be ranked pretty high. Oh, yeah, I would think so. I can't. I, I, I've thought about this for a couple days. I don't know who I'm going to pick yet either. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be... It, it, it's going to be right up until we, we, we do the pre-show at 6.30 on Saturday till till I actually make my prediction on this match because... You know, every time I think, well, it's going to be A, then it, then right away it's like, well, B might have the upper hand. And, you know, I, I'm not even going to 
name names because I don't want to even tip my hat to who I might be leaning one way or the other to for this one because I don't want to be accused of making a prediction here. Um, so, yeah, it, it's going to be a fantastic match, and it's going to be a very hard one to predict. I I already, and and we usually we huddle together before we start our show. Um, I will probably take the easy way out and be like the fans are going to be the winners. For this no, match. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you make an actual prediction as much as I can. Okay, all right. You're gonna have to make you gotta make an actual prediction, Ryan. I mean, you can say that you know you can you can that will be my prediction. It will be a great match. Made the best man oh, win. God's sake! I ain't pissing none of these guys off. Uh, Ryan, man, what an awesome match! Yes. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a great two days of wrestling. Also. Eddie Smooth, Laszlo Arpad. Yeah. Arpad coming back. Hollywood's finest. Uh, I know uh, Buku Bucks uh, had posted uh, on, on social media that she is going to be there, that um, that I, I, I'm not sure if Kevin Murphy's going to be there as well. Um, I mean, these uh, Hollywood's finest are, are not uh, not too happy. I know they're, they're pretty angry with... Uh, I know Kevin Murphy very ha- unhappy with uh, the chairman Chance Tucker. Um, I-, I know Kevin Murphy had his uh, suit doused in water and confetti last month, and um, so he's 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 probably still a little bit angry about that. I'm sure there is going to be an altercation between those two again uh, this weekend. And I'm sure Kevin Murphy is going to bring his back up. So it's going to be a spectacular two nights of wrestling, guys. Um, if you're if you're near the uh, the Lancaster County area, get there. Like I said, ten dollars general admission tickets. It's, it's an awesome night. You know, parking's free. How many places can you go where parking's free anymore? It seems like. So get there. Parking's free. Ten dollars for the show. Going to be a great night. Eat each show. Ten dollars. And uh, that is the the Lancaster Host Resort in the Expo Center uh, for uh, Lancaster Championship Wrestling tomorrow night, September the 11th, and Saturday night, September the 12th. Ricky the Dragon Ricky Steamboat. the Dragon Steamboat. Man, I'm so excited for that. I really am. Just so excited for that. It's going to be awesome. God. Can we just get through Friday already? Can we just... Skip you have no idea how much I wish okay, we could right, just skip let's through skip Friday. Let's skip work Friday yes. and just get right to MCW. Get right to LCW. MCW at LCW. Tomorrow night, Lancaster Host Resort. Micro Championship Wrestling. Also on the card, for sure, the product David Starr taking on the hybrid Sean Carr. Both ranked in the PWI Top 500 Wrestlers for the 2015 year. Saturday, get out there. September the 12th. Again, Lancaster Host Resort. $10 advance tickets. I'm assuming 15 at the door. I think it's $10 in advance general admission. Yeah, I'm not sure if it does bump. I'm not sure if it bumps up, but, it, um, you know, get on, get on lcw-pro.com. Get your ticket now. Don't even have to worry about getting it at the door. Um, just get it now, and, and, and you can uh, save you that trouble. Right, Facebook.com slash Lancaster Championship Wrestling. Absolutely. We'll see you out there. You got to go. Yep, and if you're there, find us. And uh, And if you're not there, shame on you. Shame on you. 
Shame on you. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I heard he's going to be in attendance. He's going to be there. Man. Well, Ryan, we've been avoiding it. We've been doing our best to avoid it. Monday Night Raw. I hate to be this guy. I do, too. But I'm going to say this, and and then, God, I don't want to take heat for saying it, because, damn it, she's trying. The only way Raw could have gotten worse is if Eva Marie was on it. Okay, I thought you were just going to say you don't like to be the guy complaining about... uh complaining about raw but uh, raw was awful it was bad just awful yeah it uh and it's been bad it's been bad for like it's been bad for weeks ryan it really has been it's not even jim what were the what were the ratings for this show it Um, couldn't have been good no and it 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 was i mean let me backtrack here because i know matt said unto us first hour 3.57 million sorry that's Man. Hour two, 3.564. Right, so we lost a little bit. Hour, not bad to hold from hour one to two. Hour three, 3.021. And, but I think, I think last week they were at like, they, they held pretty solid near like a 3.8. I mean, they, in the last couple of weeks, they, they've lost almost a full million people. We. There are facts that we can look in. You can sure. It was Labor Day. Sure. Our we are going to the paper back in session. You had Ohio State, Virginia Tech. You had a right. Yeah, but man, if if they can pull, if they almost dip below a three against college football, what are they going to do Monday this week night? Ain't getting any prettier. With Monday night football. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's not it's, good, man. Um, are they just going to, are they just giving up and be like, man, here's the shit. Are, watch they, it or, are they just like quitting until WrestleMania? Like, take it or leave yeah, it. Until we get the Royal Rumble, it's, uh, you know, Raw is going to be crappy. I mean, and, it's not uh, fair. I guess we'd have to look back a year and see what their Labor Day numbers were. But this isn't a good number. No, it's, it's not. And, but you know, there's there's plenty of weeks that there's plenty of weeks that we have seen a bad rating, and you know we've defended the show. I can't defend the show. Like the last couple of weeks have just been really really bad. So, <laughs> Jace, that's a great tweet. What's that? He goes, if Eva Marie appears on Raw, you might as well call it TNA. Well, let's let's not go that far. Yeah, the DNA have a better knockout division. Well, they do. Well, let's just let's just take it uh, easy. Let's, uh, let's just let's just take it easy. Let me let me just jump ship here real quick. While we're talking about Ava Marie, here we go. Get it off my here we go. You you you, I'm, you I'm mentioned not even it call earlier. It a soapbox. We periscoped a little bit earlier in the night. Said I'm going to talk about it. Jim, she doesn't belong on TV yet. She doesn't belong on TV, NXT, whatever you want to call it. She doesn't belong there. Mm-hmm. She's going to hurt somebody. And I'm not even talking about like the blatant botched kickout two weeks ago. She seems stiff as a board. I mean, who did she the, the kickout one? Was it Billy Kay? I think she wrestled believe, two weeks yeah. ago. 
I mean, and 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 granted, they give her Billy Kay, who's not the most veteran. Right, you're you're, you're, you're putting either. her up against somebody that's that's been at the performance center for six months. But there, I mean, there are things when you watch it. It's it's just very very uh, stiff. You but if Stiff is your argument, moves. and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just playing the defend even Marie card. But if Stiff is your defense on why she shouldn't, um, I, I get it. I mean, Seamus shouldn't be, shouldn't, Seamus shouldn't be on TV if, if if Stiff is the argument for not being on TV. I understand. Seamus what you're at saying. least knows to kick out at two. And, yeah, I, and you, I get but you said you weren't talking out, about that. You I said you were talking about how stiff she was. not going to hurt anybody. You said you were. You said you were talking about how stiff she was. Just go back and watch that Billy Kay match. Really watch that match. Oh, I watched it. Two it weeks it ago. wasn't. Watch it wasn't it again. good. It you wasn't. Could, good. You can't stomach it again. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Would you feel safe wrestling Eva Marie if you were a diva the size of Billy Kay? Would you that, feel that, safe? That I mean, that, I I don't know what it's like to be that small. I don't think I was ever that small. You were like six at one time. <laughs> I don't think I was that light though. Um, okay, no. <laughs> all right, um, all right, all right. Let's let's fantasy book yourself. You did it with Snitsky. You fantasy book yourself, and you're a petite woman, maybe the size of Carmella <laughs> or Billy Kay. This is fantasy, not mine, but yours. Would you feel safe? Um, in a match setting, I'm not talking about a training. I, know, I, setting. I don't know because like she's I'm not. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a wrestler. Doing. I'm not a wrestler, so I, I can't. You know, I can't say if 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 what she's doing is actually dangerous or not. I mean, does it look stiff? Does it look bad? Yes, it does. But I, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and say that she's unsafe. That she's put pe- putting people at risk or anything like that. I'm not saying that about. I'm not saying that about anybody. That's fair. I mean, here's the deal. I would think Samoa Joe and Tyson Kidd would be two of the more safe wrestlers that that are on the roster. Sure. And and accidents happen. I understand that. You know, a bad move can happen. I mean, you know, not when, to bring up Tyson Kidd, but uh, you know, it no, could but when, when when AJ Styles came here to to Central PA, what twelve, thirteen years ago now, and you know, I, I spent a lot of time because my my church helped book the event, um, the the CWF event that he was he was a part of, and I spent a lot of time with him, you know, and, and he talked yeah, about and I how, paid him fifty dollars to put you in the Styles Clash, and he never did it. That's right. <laughs> He took your money though. He took my money. <laughs> he didn't. Um, shouldn't say that. No, you shouldn't say. Event. Uh, but you know, talking about that movie, said that it's it's a it's a difficult move to put people in, and you know it it's he, keeping his opponent safe is number one priority. But we have seen accidents happen, you know. But so I I don't want to I don't want to especially because I'm not a wrestler. Uh, I don't I don't. I'm not going to say that what anybody is doing is unsafe. Some of it, some of it looks worse than others. Some of it looks better than others. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't want to say that anything anybody's doing is unsafe. I would think that you know if it actually was unsafe that they would you know rectify it and then try and make it better. Okay, so uh, so all right, let's call it 
clearly not good for TV. No, it is not. And then I, I, I'm, I believe that I conceded that last week. No, I'm not, I'm not putting you on. I'm not no, I know. nailing you to the cross or anything. I'm just saying that it, it's, it's, it's tough to watch. It is. Like, from what NXT just was to the announcement of the match that they, that they announced for the next TakeOver show. Yes. You know, for for anybody that hasn't seen that, um, just just tonight at the NXT tapings, spoiler alert, spoiler. Um, and I'm sure you know if you if and and I know it's been posted on social media a thousand times. So, um, you know if you're listening to this, you probably are at least aware of it. But at the next NXT Takeover special, which is October the seventh, a thirty minute Iron Man, Iron Woman match. I don't know how exactly they're going to uh, to say to to call it, but thirty minute Iron Man match. The main event of the NXT Takeover: Sasha Banks versus uh, Bailey for the NXT Women's Championship. Yes, 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 yes. A thousand yes. times, yes. The only thing that would get me more excited, Big Jim, is you versus me in an Iron Chef match. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, I was not expecting that. Mm. Um, no, that that match should be fantastic, and and yeah, it is no. Eva Marie should not be on TV yet. I will agree with that. All right, I will agree right. with that. I think that there are many people who are overly judgmental. Surprise, surprise. I mean, I am about other things as well, so I'm not like belittling anybody. Um, but she should not be on TV yet. She's not ready to be on TV. She's not. Yet. And and I get I get people botch things that I can't shake that kick out because not only did it make the ref look bad. The commentators had to cover for it. Oh, they it was, did a rough job trying to to, to cover was, for it. It was bad. I mean, it was just it was just awkward until the match was finished. Everybody got back on then with the next match. Like it derailed the entire show. Like I, I watch NXT and I enjoy it. Yeah. That show I was like, man, that was tough. That was on par with the Raws that we're getting. Yeah. Off soapbox. But yeah, I mean, going back to Raw. Um, Great segue, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ryan. The the uh, the best match I thought was was the Divas match, and that was I think the first match on the show, if I remember right. I blocked most of this Raw out. Well, it wasn't it was hard. Brutal. It, it was not hard to block a lot of it out. Uh, yeah, Paige Make sure you follow along with us Monday nights on Twitter at Three Count Thursday. Jim usually tweets. Every once in a while, something stupid enough happens that I grab the Twitter, and you can usually tell the difference between me and Big Jim. We be a little bit more blunt to the point. But but follow along with us because we like to play along. And these past weeks, it's the only thing that's made Twitter doable. Or, I'm sorry, Raw doable. Yeah. 
because it's it's it has been it has been rough to watch. Paige versus Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks got the win, um, but it wasn't totally clean. I think there was some sort of outside interferences and things like that. Um, but that was the best thing. That was the best match on the card, and it was the first match of the night. And you, and and then you had the you had this stuff with um, Sting and and Seth Rollins and Sting had the statue somewhere and um, just absolutely there's only there was only two things that even kept my interest at all. Let's talk about the statue real quick. Okay. They built two rolls around this statue uh-huh. for Sting to, like a child, break his statue and then ride off on a garbage truck. Yeah. Like, that was it. How did he go from being like, that's vigilante shit right there. <laughs> How did he go from, you know, what we saw when he was building up towards the match with Triple H, you know, the kind of lurking in the dark mind games to, you know, putting a statue in a dumpster in a, in a trash truck and, like, giggling as the truck drove off. I don't know. I I don't know either, dude. I said to you because we watched Raw together. Um, again, we have to keep each other awake. <laughs> Just, just to try to get through. We're, we're lucky enough, we live all of 10 minutes away from each other, so we usually catch um, live wrestling shows together. But um, I, I could almost see it if he was back in TNA and he kind of had the Joker that's what, it, that's what it felt like. Gimmick, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I could buy into that a little bit more, but, but just having him, like, crow sting, it doesn't make sense. They're they're failing on on what was a kind of exciting concept for me. Well, and it really I, here's the deal: it boils down. What did you say earlier about the main event at Night of Champions? I don't know if that's confirmed or not. What's that? The, the main event at Night of Champions. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if that's confirmed or not. There, there. I don't know where it originated, um, but uh, I know PW Mania. Posted something about it, so I'm sure a lot of these sites so did. Rumors. At this point, I would say rumors. Um, but WWE has indicated now who they indicated to. Whatever, I don't know. Uh, but WWE has indicated Seth Rollins defend the WWE World Heavyweight Title against Sting first, and Night of Champions, not necessarily opener. So his first title defense will be the WWE World Heavyweight Championship which would lead to believe that the main event of the night would be the U.S. title match. So now you're going to have two of your bigger pay-per-views, your second biggest of the year, and then one of your more marquee pay-per-views. I think we can say that about Night of Champions. Sure. At two of your bigger pay-per-views, um... Your World Heavyweight Championship is not the last thing on the show. We've said that from the get-go. That's wrong booking. 
I'm yeah. sorry. You have to. You have to In have back to back months. You're your not title going to end your show. as the main focus. Otherwise, why is it there? What? And if you don't have it, I mean, I know sometimes you have some of those matches that are that are you know larger than you know bigger than bigger than the title. If you want to try and believe that, I don't believe in it. But like last month, you had Brock versus the Undertaker. That you know they they actually did a good job of making it feel more important than like anything till the end of the match. Till the end of the match. But you know to to not have the the World Heavyweight Championship as the main event and having another title as the main event. The United in this case it would be the United States Championship. So now the United States Championship the WWE is telling us is more important than the World Heavyweight Championship. More important than the Intercontinental Championship, I can guarantee you that. The Divas Championship might be more <laughs> important than the. I mean, you're right. At the same token, we just got really excited at the prospect of the NXT Takeover Show being headlined and main evented by a 30 man Iron Man match for the Women's Championship, not the NXT Championship. So, I mean, so there's that. Just ponder it. You know what I mean? So maybe there are moments where, you know, here's the deal. What, what That women's championship in NXT and, and that match, I think, deserves a main event spotlight on a card. And, and it's a, a huge part of the Divas revolution and, and the trend we're seeing in the WWE right now. I just... I just feel like on your main roster, your main title needs to be defended last. That needs to be your main event. It, it needs to be. It has to be. At um, Night of Champions, where all of your championships right. are being... When, def- when your championships are, are the focal point of the event, and you tell us that there is another title more important than the World Heavyweight Championship. How, how do you how do you expect us to care about it? I mean it it and again this this it may not happen you know it it may this this may not actually be but um you know it's it's all i mean all of this i mean i i just i i mean it's very in, in like negative about the WWE at this point because it you know Raw has been has been bad you know SummerSlam even though you know I looked at it through rose-colored glasses it wasn't it wasn't as good as it should have been I mean it's it's yeah I'm I the sad thing is right I'm looking more forward to the, you know the indie shows that we're going to right now than the current WWE product, and I like, um, you know, and I, I, I like NXT, but even that we've talked about has not been as good as it was, you know, what, six months ago, a year ago. You have certain matches that are, you know, you had, you know, the, the Owens-Balor, and you had, um, you know, and, and you had the, the Bailey versus Sasha Banks, but 
you know, overall the, the, the product has not been as good. No, it, it hasn't. And, and, and while you were talking, I, I looked up the past few Night of Champions pay-per-views just to just kind of see how they how they shook out. Last year, John Cena defeated Brock Lesnar uh, by disqualification for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, back in 2013, we had Daniel Bryan defeating Randy Orton. Um, to win the WWE Championship. Uh, we had CM Punk uh, versus John Cena ending the draw, but that was for the WWE Championship. Um, the only year that it did not was 2011, where we saw CM Punk lose to Triple H in a no-DQ match. With the stipulation of Triple H lost, he would have to resign as a COO of WWE. That was the main event over John Cena versus Alberto Del- um, for the WWE Championship. Well, that was the match before the Triple H CM Punk match. So, uh, And then 2010, uh, six-pack for the WWE Championship. And then the year before that, Jeff Hardy defeated CM Punk. That was for the World Heavyweight Championship. That's back when the titles were still split, but still one of their two main titles at the time being defended as the main event. And it just goes like, like it just it's tradition to me, I guess. Is where is where it goes. You just got to end it with with that match. So hopefully, it's it's rumor and it's not a legit truth, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, Ryan. One other thing I wanted to go back to, uh, you know, with the divas is the the diva that you know we have regularly noted has been missing um, from the divas revolution. And all of that is Natalia. Um, I guess uh, she, I don't know if she responded to, to a question or in an interview uh, about somebody asked her why she hasn't been involved in the storyline. And she said, quote, to be honest, I don't know why I'm not included in this. I don't have an answer. I really don't. And your guess is as good as mine. And I know she tweeted something on Monday, something about something along the lines of like sitting in the back watching the Divas Revolution on a screen, dot, dot, dot. It can't feel good for her. No, it can't. And it shouldn't. And it should piss people off because it pisses me off because... You know, we we have all said that that she is one of the more talented sure women is. in on the roster today, and I mean, you know, I I know she was, you know, that, that she brought up something on Total, Div- Total Divas. I know you don't watch Total Divas. I I do not, but you know, she brought up earlier in the, this current season something about. Um, you know, she was concerned about her age and was, you know, her age the problem. And then they tried to, you know, reassure her that it wasn't. But, I mean, are they they just, are they trying to, like, force her out and just tell her that, you know, one way or the, you know, in this way that she's too old? I mean, she, I I don't think she is. Um, But, man, she, it sucks. She really... She's so good, and and it, it it does bother me that 
What was the takeover match she had with, with uh, Charlotte? How good of a match was that? Oh, spectacular. Back when, when Brett was in her corner and Rick Rick Flair was in Charlotte's that corner. Was at, that was at the first one. The second one or first one? It was one of the takeovers. I know that. It wasn't a rival. I'm sure yeah, it was I think a takeover. It, it was, it was, I think it was the it's either the first or second one. But a phenomenal match. Dude, she's, she has it. At least when she had the stupid-ass farting gimmick, she was on TV. Remember that? That stupid... What the hell was it? Where she was she the second. Uh, Emma and Paige was the first one. Uh, Matt, uh, Matt uh, messaged So it was in. the first takeover. Yeah. Second oh, that's right. Yes, Arrival rival was... Yes, Arrival was... Paige and Emma, the first takeover was... Uh, was Charlotte and, and Natalia. I mean, I, I personally, I, I would rather not have her on than have her uh, do the farting gimmick. I mean, that, that was... that was Totally offensive. Right, it was insulting. But she was at least on TV in a program. Like, they're just like, oh, we forgot her. Yeah, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what the reason is uh, that they're not using her. Uh, but it sucks. Yeah, you know, I know they're 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 so focused on on. Well, they're so focused on these damn three ways, these 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 stables. Yeah. PCB team bad. Once they break that shit up, they can inject. Hopefully sooner than later. Natty yeah. into into a, a program. Uh yeah, it, it but it you know she it, deserves to be on TV. She does, and Ryan. Last really the last thing from Raw. But she, but she just is she, is favorite diva. Is she my favorite yeah. diva? Would she be your favorite diva? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, she still is. You know, she's not. You know, she's not on. But you know, she's she's still. So you you personally definitely want to see her. I mean, I do too. She's a hell of a talent. I definitely want to see her back on there, I, on I, TV, I, absolutely. in a program, do something. I mean, I think I think she should get another. You know, whether whether they have her win it or not, but at least have a shot at the 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 the, uh, the Divas Championship. And yes, Matt, I would care if Natty jobbed to Eva. Thank you for asking. I'd be pissed. I mean, I'm I, I, I Jim would lose his shit. I would be. I would be. How uh, old is Natty? I mean, she's older. Is, is age has something to do with this? She's like, she's like 31, I think. I mean, she's not old by any stretch of the word. I'm not saying she's old. I'm just. I mean, is she is she older than, you know, the. the she's thirty three. Thirty three, like not old. No, right. The Bellows are thirty one. Bellows are thirty one. Go ahead and say something about the right side of thirty. Go ahead. No, 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 nothing okay. to say. All right, nothing to say. Ava Marie's a thirty. Right. So yeah, she's not. I mean, Paige. She's like twenty. Right. I mean, like, so Paige obviously is young. Paige, Sasha, I mean, I think they're, I think Sasha's younger, but like, I mean, she's not old and, and yeah, it sucks. I mean, I, you know, she is, she is my favorite diva. Um, and, and I, I do, I, I just, I do think it sucks that uh, they're not utilizing her. Ryan, the only other thing from Raw is this moron <laughs> that jumped the barricade during Seth Rollins' entrance to the to the main event match, Rollins is walking out, and you just see this guy hop over and is like, 
walking to the ring with him. And, um, you know, why not? Right. And, and, you know, the referee sprung into action security, a little delayed in springing into action. Um, I like John Cena though. He took the fatherly role and protected. Yeah, he kind of yeah, he kind of threw the arm threw like the it, arm as if you like hit the brake and you're preventing the the guy's head from bouncing off the windshield. He um, stopped short on the prime time players. I know that. Uh, speaking of prime time players, buy one get one free T-shirts tonight. Hey, till midnight, so you have a little bit of time. I'm thinking about it. Thinking about it. Um, but you know, you, you know, Seth Rollins obviously plays to the crowd on, during his entrance. The minute that happened, you saw that change real quick. I mean, things got serious. And here's the, here's my thing. He lost his limp real quick. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he got away. First off, security was way too friggin' slow. They didn't, to me, they didn't react quick enough. I mean, that guy, that guy should have been on the floor, you know, almost instantly. Right. I mean... To, to, to set it up, if you haven't seen it, the guy jumped from hard camera side, yeah. entrance ramp area, had enough time to jump the barricade, and I get it happens quick, but jump the barricade, get to the entrance, and then they they finally secured him, what, at the far side of the ring? Is that where they finally... Yeah, like down by the ring steps. Like, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's just quick. I mean, they cut away really quick. Oh, sure. So Pr- production, shot. production's taken care of. Um, because they're trying, they're, they're getting them off camera as quick as they can because they don't want people going, oh, I can jump the barricade and get on TV. Um, but I guess now you had something, you know, a couple of weeks ago at a show where a fan came near Dean Ambrose. Did you see, did you watch a video at all? I didn't. Great video. Is it? You want to talk about security doing their job? I'll have to check it out. Now, there was a lot of bullshit about, who he's trying to get stabbed with a knife. I, I didn't see a knife. I didn't see anything. I wasn't at the show. But security had a pretty good takedown there. It's a nice takedown. So good for security there. But again, the, the fan got right to Dean Ambrose, which right. is something to concern it's yourself like, here's with. Here's the thing, man. Like, you know... You, you can you can arrive early. You can see the superstars get there. Um, I know I know Natalia makes it a point. If you, if you look on her Instagram page, you know if you follow her on Instagram, like you know she, if there's if there, there's people at this show, a lot of times she'll go over and take a selfie with them. Like you can get somewhat access to some of the superstars to jump a barricade. First off, to pay the money to have a floor seat, to then jump a barricade and pretty much ensure yourself that uh, you're never going to be at a WWE show again for literally, what was three seconds on TV? Moronic. Yep. Moronic to levels I don't even understand. I, like, I, can't, I can't fathom it. I can't figure out why that like that, that that's something that people do the same reason you jump a barricade at a baseball game you know what i mean because you're an idiot is streaking still a thing do they do that or do they just run around the bases i don't know i mean i know the 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 one the last phillies game i was at now this was 
I mean, this was years ago. This is when Jim Tomey hit his 400. The week game. I mean, so it's, it's like 10 years ago. Um, when there was like a two-and-a-half-hour rain delay and somebody streaked and slid across the tarp. Idiot. I mean, it was kind of funny. What the hell but, would a streak across the freaking tarp? I wouldn't want any of that shit dragging across the tarp at all. Um, but... Is it, is it is it a joke? Like is it a that guy? was that was before the tasers though? I think before uh, they yeah. armed the security of Philadelphia with tasers. Um, it's just not a smart idea. Oh, it's <laughs> a terrible if idea. If you're a fan, you've just kicked yourself out for life. I don't know how they how they do that. What are they not going to say the ticket? I don't I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works, but I'm sure they have some way. I guess, but I mean, you, you know, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna spend the night in the drunk tank. It's I just I don't understand. I don't I I don't get it. I don't get the reasoning behind it. It's just you know, like I said, it took security too long. I mean, the wrestlers made sure they got themselves into a safe spot. But man, like as crazy as things are in this world, they shouldn't have to have to do that. They shouldn't have to worry right. about that. They shouldn't have to deal with that crap. Like just go to the freaking show, have a fun night, watch the show, cheer, boo, you know, buy, you know, buy a t-shirt, buy a freaking Roman Reigns and foam fist and foam fist yourself, whatever you got to do. <laughs> but just don't be don't be a freaking idiot. And I didn't drop the F bomb this week. At least not yet. Not I mean there's yet. still a no, couple no, minutes. We're wrapping up here. I think you're gonna be safe, folks. I think I might be safe. I'm cooling down. Um But it's just just stupid. It it really is. And I, I hope we don't have to talk about any more morons for uh for a while. <laughs> I was gonna say we will eventually, but hopefully for a while. Yeah. We can put this this to bed, yeah. Ryan, anything else, man? Uh, otherwise, we're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, no, no, I don't really have anything other than, like you said, it, it was announced um, kind of a spoiler for the Bailey versus Sasha Banks 30-minute. 30, 30 uh, according to Wikipedia, on the NXT TakeOver 7 page, it is saying Iron Woman match okay. for the NXT Women's Champion. I don't know how true any of that is. Um, also at NXT TakeOver 7, um, they don't have the name for it yet. I don't think they're just going to leave it TakeOver 7. Um, it will be taking place October the 7th. Uh, the conclusion of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament, the final match, will take place on the, uh, on the card as well. So I've kind of enjoyed that. We, we just saw the, the Keystone Cup last month at LCW, so enjoying some tag team wrestling in NXT. Um, yeah, other than that, dude, that's all I got. Any no birthday? Uh, now it's been a really light birthday week. Really, it wow. has. I was uh, kind of surprised at how light it's been. Well, then let's uh, let them know about social media, and then and uh, then we'll close it up. Sure thing. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim. Find our page. Follow us. Do all the great stuff. Spread the three count Thursday word. Facebook dot com slash three count Thursday. Instagram and Twitter at Three Count Thursday. It's always the number three, never the word three. We currently have Lufisto as our NXT, or I'm sorry, as our uh, Three Count Thursday Woman of the Week on Instagram. 
Um, again, Matt, thank you for doing that. Do we have any clue who we're going to feature next week? We don't have any clue, do we? Do we know? We forgot to ask Matt. We forgot to ask Matt. We are we are terrible we are hosts. Bad bad people. We are terrible hosts. No no maybe maybe uh, Bullet Babe I believe Amber Gallows. I believe that's who we okay. who had said. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. Don't quote me on that. That is correct. That is correct. Look that's at Ryan correct. coming through in the clutch. I do remember seeing that tweet. Um, so next week we are featuring the Bullet Babe from the Bullet Club Amber Gallows. Follow us again, Facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday, Twitter, Instagram, at Three Count Thursday. You can follow me personally. It's at R-Y-N, Eagle at R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E. You can also follow Matt. He's our stat guy at 3CT Affiliate. That is 3-C-T-A Philly, as in short for Philadelphia, and then the number eight. Um, probably the most creative Twitter handle out of the three of us. Certainly. Certainly is. Put some thought and effort into that. Thank you, Matt. Um, damn, that's it. That's all I got for you. Gene thank you. Huge, huge guest. That was huge so thank fun. You thank you. And um, let's not forget this weekend, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at Lancaster. L- at LCW. You can get your tickets lcw-pro.com, or you can get them at the door at the Lancaster Host. Uh, $10 general admission to, uh, tomorrow night, September the 11th, Saturday night, September the 12th. Uh, make sure you're there. If you get there, if you're coming Saturday, get there early. Uh, the pre-show hosted by the Recount Thursday will, starts at 6:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Bell time for the show is seven uh, seven o'clock bell time tomorrow night as well. So make sure uh, you get to that. You can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Make sure you check out ngscsports.com, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn Radio app, and search NGSC for all of the shows. Check out the written content there, too, on the NGSC Sports website. Check out Wrestling Informant 247.com for all of the great shows there. Um, look for more announcements regarding our new partnership with Sports for Fans. Uh, that is Sports for the number four, F-A-N-Z. You can follow them on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, we uh, are very excited about that. You can podcast our show directly by... Uh, just searching three count Thursday in your podcast store. Always the number three count Thursday. Uh, Twitter, Instagram is at three count Thursday. Again, Facebook.com slash three count Thursday. We'll talk to you guys next week uh, on uh, and also on Periscope. Don't forget, we're also on Periscope at three count Thursday. Look for some Periscopes this weekend as we're at LCW the next two nights. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. And as we say every week, go for the pin. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.